And welcome, welcome. To, to Sagittarius's and an Aquarius. Hello, ladies. Welcome to our highest, greatest good reality. What is, How are you doing today? What is the plural good. of Sagittarius? Is it Sagittarii? Sagittarians? Sag- Sagittarians. If you're like- Sagittarius? Ooh, okay. I don't know. I mean, the same applies to Aquarius. But there's only one, so irrelevant. That is a <laughs> very good question. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, my Sagittarian Kylie. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, my Sagittarian Phoenix. This is <laughs> This is Phoenix. I am your Sagittarius. One of one of them. As you already heard. Yes. 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 Uh, there is Kylie, our other Sagittarius, and we have Sabrina, who's the Aquarius. Yes. Yeah. Our little antisocial weirdo, mm-hmm. but we love you. Are you an mm-hmm. alien? It, that's my question. Are you actually an alien? Maybe. Mm. Okay. It's declassified would, information. Would you we can't tell put us. that out to the public yet. Would you tell us if you were? To... <laughs> mm. Mm. No, I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't. Okay. I think you would need yeah. some higher uh, classification. What's the word called from the clearance? FBI? Higher clearance. Clearance. Security clearance. Yes. <laughs> you mean me to yeah. higher clearance? Have to I access. have I ever told you about the FBI interviewing my family on multiple occasions for people's security clearance? I don't think so. <laughs> let's 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 have it for the listeners to hear. Let's yes. let's hear so, what we go through for the FBI. So uh, multiple multiple kids that I grew up with that were like BFFs with my brothers joined the military and they were all just fucking ridiculously smart like top notch way too smart for their own good and so they ended up getting like really really good jobs within the military and so they all needed really really high security clearance so at least on four occasions FBI comes knocking on my parents door and they're like your names have been given for interviews involving this and this person and uh, I have a question. Yes. What is the question? Do you get strip searched <laughs> for an interview? For an interview? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I guess depends on what kind like, of a yeah maybe interview you're looking maybe for. Maybe if it's on a Friday at the end of the day. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> There's some chemistry. Now, did they come to the house or did they have to go to the office for the no, strip search? They straight Ooh. up, they straight up went to my parents' house, like straight up knocking on their door. <laughs> Hello, and said, "Drop your clothes." Yes, we'd like to interview you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's airy season. We're getting stuff done, and we are talking about sister signs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so sister 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 never knew how Love much it. i missed you it's great it's great Alrighty, <laughs> so sister signs are zodiac signs that exist on the exact opposite polarities meaning the first and seventh house second and eighth third and ninth and so on and so forth they are 180 degrees apart on the zodiacal wheel. So. Zodiacal wheel. I've never heard that. that. I love that. 
So, so Diaco Weo's new band name, and I call it. Yep. <laughs> so, yes, Sister Signs. You can either be opposites and attract, or opposites and completely fucking opposite. Repel each it's, other. It's just like sisters. You either get along real well, or no, not at all. Hmm. So... Let's let's talk about our sister sign. Okay. We have for the Sagittariuses, we've got Jamimis, Gemini. The Gemini are a mutable air sign and the ruler of the third house of communication. It sits across from Sagittarius, the mutable fire sign, and the ruler of the ninth house of higher learning and adventure. So, you know, it's kind of like comparing broccolis and kangaroos together you know because they're opposites what is that did you just start just no. what is that no that is not that is what? not what it's like at all what who no what the fuck is this who it's who not <laughs> it's not broccolis and it's not kangaroos. hold on guys my, then hold on Give it close guys my goats are choosing violence right now hold on what's happening <laughs> they're choosing violence <laughs> I'm so confused. I thought you said gophers are choosing violence. <laughs> that's, your catch- no. that's your catchphrase. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> gophers are choosing violence. <laughs> You're not wrong. Gophers <laughs> are choosing violence. My goats are choosing violence. Always. They're not sea goats. Because if a sea goat were to choose violence. Mm. Seagoat. Is that yeah. Capricorn? Yes. It is Capricorn. Okay. Okay. Uh, with a sister sign being Cancer. I need to figure out what my Are you a seagoat? No, I need to figure out if my goats are seagoats. Are you a seagoat? Probably. <laughs> Thank you. Make the seagoat noise. <laughs> I'm not making a goat noise. I cannot make goat noises. <laughs> What the fuck was that? I tried my best. I tried my best. I tried <laughs> my best. Oh my god. Okay, that was a good attempt. So uh what's going on here? Yeah, what are you guys doing? Well we're uh we're trying to do our podcast. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you here? That's Rose, a great question. Sisters. Sister, sister. Listen, I told you that you could try on our clothes, but I didn't say you could try on our podcast. Okay. Yeah, we didn't say it was was in the closet next to the pants. I just thought it was free grabs. I've told you so many times that you need to ask first before you just try Mm -hmm. on the podcast. You have to be specific. Yeah. Okay. You just said for that day. First, then. get approval <laughs> then try podcast but here we are here we are being here happy are. sisters yeah i'm gonna go tell mom yeah <laughs> who would be our mom Ooh. oh virgo yeah. right when it, oh. all right who's I'll a cancer be- who's got big cancer placements <laughs> i do but i don't think that that that's the mom though no, i think that I'm the mom t- like is if- outside of the zodiac who mm. is the mom oh, oh god is it just the Milky Way galaxy? Mm. Or just the universe in general? Space meat? I was space just going to fucking space say meat. space yep. meat. It's literally what I was going to say. Do you see? I was like, space come up to the microphone just so I could whisper. I just want to go, space meat. 
<laughs> Space me. CERN. CERN's mommy. CERN is your cool slutty daddy. Yeah. Hail CERN. <laughs> cool slutty daddy. Okay. Cool slutty daddy. Cool slutty daddy. <laughs> yeah. So next so time you have to ask. Fill out the proper forms. Yeah. Nah. Well, <laughs> you need to ask first before you try on the podcast. It was in the closet next to the April Fool's joke. Fair. Perfect. Fair. Fair. <laughs> April Fool's motherfuckers. <laughs> April. Mm. Mm. The, mm. As much as I love the two Sagittarius as an, and an Aquarius mm. podcast, that was awesome. You guys cracked me up. I was over here yeah, laughing. Was so funny. Yo, I really, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get strip search? <laughs> yeah. That's, that sent me. That was good. And then Kylie goes, they just came to interview. And all I wanted you to say, I was trying to like put it into your brain. Do you do they need to interview my anus? And that's oh, my yeah. anus. Damn. It's all right. Opportunity missed. It was fantastic. I, that was out of left field, and that was just straight up like nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, I'm gonna stop with the soundboard. It's really dangerous if I have access to this right now. <laughs> dangerous. I think it would be dangerous for any of us just because it's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. absolutely so should should we actually talk about sister signs now that we're here no. yeah i like no, honestly want to know <laughs> i was reading as much as i could and i was like i don't get it okay i mean obviously i get it polarities they're the opposites but like who gets yeah. along and who doesn't how are you going to be able to predict who will well for my little research i found out that our sisters are the ones that get along the best I love that. According to three TikTok videos. Wow. Three TikTok videos. Thank you, TikTok. The ultimate source. I don't know where my education is going to come if the United States actually gets rid of TikTok, you know? That's true. (laughs) Big truth. We'll just have to get new VPNs. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that Sagittarius, like, oh, let's go around the law. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) Okay, but that's weird. I didn't realize all sister signs, like some got along and some didn't. I thought that they were both just like they all got along because they were kind of like the other parts. They like balance each other out. Yeah. So I guess maybe like toxic ass people that haven't done any work probably hate their sister signs mm-hmm. because they right? trigger certain things yeah i could you. see yeah i could see a cancer and a capricorn that are just have not done mm-hmm. any work friends absolutely right? yeah. fucking hating each other that is t's um, big three he's a capricorn cancer cancer so he, he <laughs> hate himself i guess you got a double <laughs> cancer no no t, t does he's cancer capricorn cancer cancer yeah john's a cancer cancer 
and then I got my Stevie, which is my oh, she's Aries Cancer Aries. Mm-hmm. Happy Happy Aries season, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess and I got everybody. And everyone. And everybody else, too. <laughs> Not just Stevie. Stevie and Coco. And Coco. And Coco, and Coco, specifically. Yes. <laughs> Teresa, tell us about some sister signs. Yeah. yeah. Do so, Leos hate Aquariuses? No, we get along Do the best. Do we hate each other? Oh, <laughs> the best. Like, that's, what, the that's best. what Phoenix was saying, is that Geminis and Sagittariuses and Leos and Aquariuses get along the best. And I do, I do feel like I could see that. The only thing uh, that I could see really There's being an issue is butt. maybe Taurus and Scorpio <laughs> and Pisces and Virgo. Absolutely. Oh. I see that. that was mm. the other one I was going to say mm. is Taurus, Taurus and Scorpio. And Scorpio. I could, yeah. I could see Taurus and Scorpio. Yeah. And Pisces, and, Pisces Virgo, and Virgo would probably hate each other. No. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, like yeah. those oh. are the ones that, that don't get along. I would say oh. would be Taurus and Scorpio and Pisces and Virgo. All right. So according to shape.com <laughs> and uh, the Pisces and Virgos, the perfect pair tending to be those tiny little Monday parts of your life and your health and well-being might sound like a snooze fest, but Virgos know that there can be not only order, but also magic in it. Get your dicks, I mean ducks in a row. <laughs> what is on your mind, Phoenix? You gotta make sure. You gotta make sure. Do you want me to call the FBI and have them important. interview you? Oh my god. We'll it Only Friday. if Sabrina is gonna be the one doing the strip search. Only if Sabrina is the one doing it. <laughs> Sabrina. Where are my gloves? Where's my <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. Being your ducks in a row can create space for play and poetry, and that's exactly what Virgo can impart impart to Pisces. And Pisces can help Virgo get out of their head and into their heart and spirit, learning to trust themselves to go swimming in the deep end of their most complicated, confusing feelings. Ultimately, both the fish and the maiden realize they're one and the same as empaths who aim to use their strengths to heal. Mm. Tight. Interesting. Hmm. According to shape.com. Thank you, shape.com. Thank you. I feel shape.com. And and thank you, Phoenix, for that reading. What's your beef? (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Beef is when your mom ain't safe up in the streets. Thank you. You're welcome. Just, you know, (laughs) realizing they're one and the same as, you know, it's, it's the E word. That's all. Mm, yeah no that's a trigger word for you it is mm. bullshit anyway sorry i'll get off this i won't even step up i looked at the soapbox just then and i decided no <laughs> not, not today even gonna look at it. not even gonna look at it <laughs> not today not today i feel like a child not- about to poke a hornet's nest because i want to be like what's the e word? yeah so do i empath empath is the e word get on that soapbox girl mm. See, this is. Have this you guys is, talked about this yet on the podcast? <laughs> this is when Sister Science Sagittarius is rooting on the Gemini. Like, right. go, go, All right. fucking rage. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about empaths right now. <laughs> All right. 
it's just trauma it's just trauma listen we all have empathy for people it's a sliding scale right it's it's, it's in our it's in us as human beings as these weird meat suit animals right but the people but i mean i'm sure there's some i'm sure there's some empaths i'm sure that actually is a, a thing that exists that exists you know but my god everyone wants to call themselves fucking empaths all the goddamn time and it's just because they have childhood trauma where they had to basically observe everyone around them to make sure that they were safe all the time they didn't realize that they had to do that and they grew up to be an adult and now they just are hyper aware because so they walk into a space and they go, am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? That person doesn't look like they're, they're happy. That person might not be safe. I'm picking up on that. I now need to leave. Mm. That does not make you an empath. It makes you have trauma. And it means you're really good at reading people. Wow. But you don't need to pick up on that shit. Wow. 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 I really wow. appreciate it. <laughs> Large. The music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really appreciated yeah, the, the background music. music. Yeah, that's what kind of shut it, it off. It really yeah. well. That's yeah. my, that's <laughs> I my mute myself because I was laughing. In a nutshell. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that trauma is like not trauma. It is. But that's the first step. That's the first step from breaking mm. out of your empath trap is mm. realizing that uh, you just got some shit to unpack there mm-hmm. and mm. you don't need to carry everyone else's stuff. Wow. Microphone. Wow. Broke. Yeah, that's legit. Wow. 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 <laughs> What if all of our trauma is just magical powers? Dude, it how is. fucking cool mm. would that be? Like, oh my god, do you ever just sit there and think, if only I could shoot lightning out of my fingers? Like, that would be so fucking cool. Right? It would be pretty that cool. That would be so I cool. I got mud yeah. on the street and now I can shoot lightning out of my fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes to all of that. Yeah. And also, and also having that superpower and be able to understand and control it mm. Mm. that is key but what if i didn't want to control it well then you're going to well, be shooting your lightning out of your winning. fingers <laughs> and no one's going to let you strip no one is going Damn to it. let you it'd be straight up search. dangerous their anus <laughs> yeah well, people got kinks i mean it could be a thing yeah, I'm turning not, I guess electro play is a thing. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Do we think? Do we think sister signs would share the same ideal magical power? Ooh, like if, dude, when I watched X Men and I wanted to be Jean Grey, the whole telekinesis, dude, telekinesis mm. was like, that's all I wanted because I didn't want to get up from mm. the couch to get the clicker. To change the TV. Absolutely, I would love telekinesis. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, if only I, I were Jean Grey, I could just telekinesis would be pretty dope. Yeah. She is I was... why I'm named Phoenix. For real? <laughs> yep. Have I ever shown wow. you the pictures of me dressed as uh, the Phoenix? I'll have to send them to you. I think first. so, okay. like way back yeah. when, but I'll always very old. <laughs> now, Sabrina, I just wanted to say because the if we're looking at sister signs as opposites, then Sabrina, my ideal superpower would be teleportation. What would yours be? See, mine Do- always goes like first thought is like invisibility. Ooh. I don't know. That's a very Aquarius thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Aquarius <laughs> ass just fade into the background. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm just going to stand here and disappear. And look, I'm over here. Boop. 
Magic. Look at that. <laughs> hey, that's kind of teleportation too. Kind of. That is kind, kind of. of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to like. Just you actually have to like work over. for it. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. work for it, and that's. You have to actually walk. Yeah. Just do teleportation, Sabrina. It's so much easier. <laughs> yeah, but if you're invisible, you can also get in. Could I do and, both? Like, enjoy it. Yeah. You could could just, I do like, both? Yeah, you could just walk into places invisible and just like enjoy and laugh at people and then just give people, you know, strip searches. See, I would. Yes! Lightning finger. I would be pantsing mm-hmm. everybody. I'm just like, perfect. <laughs> perfect. We came here today to give you this breaking news. People are experiencing electric shock to their anuses. What about Gemini? Gemini, what was your ideal superpower? I would like to be able to read people's minds. That's definitely one thing, Mm. but that's a little a little extra. And I mean, telekinesis. I mean, we've all wanted to be Matilda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah absolutely you know mm-hmm. you know yeah also you know instant mas- manifestation would be cool too that would <laughs> that be would that be would cool. yeah yeah that's my like choice instant peace. manifestation yeah <laughs> that's um, my cho- kind of uh, like um, no, which one's the sister on uh charmed played by rose mcgowan and she just literally like materializes things in her hand is that what you're talking about page, page yeah page that'd sure. be cool or are you talking about like, I wish, I wish, and then it happens. More than anything. Yes, thank you. <laughs> More than life. <laughs> More than the moon, I wish. I'm so happy that Sorry. happened. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, I wanted to I wanted to read minds too. But then my Libra moon comes in and is like, that gets overstimulating real fast. I see. Yeah, I, I can control, control it. Who That's I why you need to control your powers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like if I just go outside and I'm hearing everything all at once, I would go insane. But if I can just like zone in and be like, "What you need?" Mm. Well, I, I used to work in assisted living, so that's why I wanted mm. read mind powers because not everybody talked. So I was like, "What mm. are your needs?" Mm. Aw, that that's sweet. No. I want them for selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Being able to fly would be pretty cool, though. Yeah. I'm going to do that. What did you just say? Did you say fly? Fly. Being able to fly would be pretty I heard cool. being able to fuck. That's what I heard, too. <laughs> that is not a magical power. Fly. <laughs> fly. I mean, not, I mean, being able to give a flying fuck, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a power, but that would be a power. All right, so should we should we read through the signs and their sisters? Yeah, I think we should. Yes, for educational so, purposes. Since, for since yeah. TikTok's going to be banned, people will have to come here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So we're in the Aries season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Aries sister is the Libra. Mm-hmm. Is the Libra. And I can definitely see how they can help each other out because the Libra is going to be like, mm, I'm going to weigh these options. And the mm-hmm. Aries is going to be like, we're doing this shit, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Right? And it's yeah. also and- Venus and uh, Mars. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh lovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess one thing, it could be a lot of dreaming too, right? Because they're both cardinal signs. 
So both not saying, you know, if you don't, you can bring your other placements into, into play here, but uh, normally they're ones that like a good brainstorm, have a hard time with the initiation process. So you can mm. end up in dream, may probably end up in dreamland a whole lot there, right? I could, you, I could agree with that. Yeah, you could totally you could agree with that statement. But I also feel like Libras are good at making the big decisions, just not the little ones. So I feel mm. like where Libra can make those big decisions that Aries can't make, Aries can make the little decisions that Libra can't make. Because Aries is so spontaneous, mm. they could just make the choice and move forward. But Libra wants to be diplomatic about their choices, even if it's as small as what are we going to have for dinner tonight? You know, so I feel like they complement each other in that way, where Libra can make the big choices and Aries can make the little ones. Okay. Wow. Call out wow. my Libra and I don't do. Yeah, your face. It's very rude. <laughs> While she was saying that. I was like, <laughs> the whole time. It's just fine. Yep. That's why well, you and I of... get along, Tabitha, because I have the Aries moon oh, and you have the Libra moon. So we'll just like Sister. attach the t- at the hip. <laughs> We'll just attach at the hip. You're saying attach at the tit. That's Were what I heard. Say? The tip. Yep. Yeah. Did, yep. I did say tip. I did say tip. We'll attach cool. at the tip. Right. I heard, I thought, I heard tit. tit. I thought you were going with tit. <laughs> Let's attach at the tit. Wait. Let's go. <laughs> Rachel, your moon is a Leo too, right? Mm-hmm. My moon is an Aquarius, so we're double sisters. Ooh. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, what's your rising? A Taurus. Oh my god. My moon is Taurus and my rising is Leo. So we're like flipped. Oh, we got sister risings. (laughs) (laughs) Stamojo rising. Um, (laughs) That was weird. It was great. Yeah, don't you have a Sagittarius rising? Mm -hmm. I do, which means that you and I are sisters. Gross. No way. <laughs> They're rising sign sisters. Rising sign sisters. Well, just saying in here that it's important to also look at like your rising signs, which I think, yeah, I think all I never really thought about the sister sides of all of your big three mm-hmm. until right now. And that is, yeah, yeah, that's that's it's wild. Yeah, two same. plus two moment. Then Taurus and Scorpio. Mm. I like to call them the access of life and death. <laughs> that's deep where Taurus what brings Scorpio placement did that fucking come from <laughs> Scorpio Pluto okay perfect that makes sense because I'm like <laughs> what the fuck was like, that because Taurus births new life think about it it's springtime yeah. I mean at least at least in the western hemisphere you know it's springtime it's time mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. a little freaky Beltane's just around the corner mm. and Scorpio is in everything's um, dead Samhain and yeah the end of the year and you know yeah. all that jazz mm-hmm. 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 yeah mm-hmm. Beltane and Halloween please do Pol- polar opposite taurus the fixed earth sign and ruler of the second house of money opposes scorpio the fixed water sign and ruler of the eighth house of sex and death (laughs) ruled by the pleasure (laughs) pleasure first venus bull people (laughs) did you say mole people what the fun people (laughs) 
full of people. Oh. But, you know, if you ever listen to Mysterious, you've heard listen to Mysterious Universe. Yeah. Just fucking talk about mole people all the time. Fucking mole people. Um, yeah, Kylie, thanks no for No offense to mole people listening. On. I just think about mole people. They're yeah, sexy. no offense to mole people. They are sexy. Mm-hmm. They just can't see. Mm. <laughs> bull people. Bull people basically come in second after Libra for most conflict averse of the signs. Preferring to chill out, soak up beautiful art and spontaneous and scrumptious food. I'm sorry. Uh, and take it easy. Meanwhile, Scorpio, co-ruled by aggressive Mars and transformative Pluto, is intense about everything, wanting to live their best life in a bolder, more take-charge way, as eerily silent as, silent as they might outwardly appear. Scorpios have zero chill. Mm. Mm. So their polarity is their chill level. Hmm. So many things make sense mm. now. Mm-hmm. so many it's good it's good i feel mm-hmm. like that makes a lot of sense but i feel like scorpios they can have chill but it's only after picking apart everything that they need to think about in order to get to that chill moment does that make sense like they go through all of this transformational stuff and as they're going through these transformations they may have zero chill but when they come out the other side, chill. Mm. They like Taurus, chill. Mm. Cool. But like my Gemini stellium understands that because I need to think of every fucking situation and scenario before I can calm the fuck down. Yeah. I feel like Scorpio and, to- and Gemini have similar qualities. We're both, we're both mm. greatly hated. Yeah. Yeah. We get <laughs> well, shit yeah. on a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that what you're saying is more of like a, a deep level they need to go through where for us Jaminis, we just got to think of all the things first and then we're calm once we've like worked Mm -hmm. out every possible situation we're like all right we can chill accurate scrubby is like i need to understand the meaning of life then i will chill (laughs) exactly you want to know the funniest thing about this conversation is when i was in the theater department at school almost seas and seas of scorpios so many fucking Scorpios in theater. Hmm. Scorpios, that makes sense to me. As far as the eye can see, <clears throat> and they're all super intense, and they all think everything is life and death. It's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, <laughs> I could see where Scorpios would have that drama factor. They're so you know dramatic. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Sorry, Scorpios. <laughs> Listen, Leos mm-hmm. are fucking yep. dramatic too. Yeah, so I mean, if, if they weren't a Scorpio, they were a Leo. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the Leos and the Aquariuses. Mm. Let's talk no. about it. Let's talk about the, the Next drama. Question. The dra- mm. What's the question? <laughs> the drama. <No. laughs> Rita doesn't want to be talked about. That's why she's like, yeah, no. Here, question. I'm going into invisibility. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, the fixed fire sign and ruler of the fifth house of romance and self-expression, sits across from Aquarius, the fixed air sign and ruler of the eleventh house of networking and long-term wishes. Ruled by the buoyant sun, self-assured Leo wants to be in the spotlight, have fun, dance, own, and use their fierce roar, flirt, fall madly in love, have lots of fireworks-inducing sex, basically be an '80s pop star. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a face <laughs> But future-minded team player Aquarius, mm. whose modern ruler is rebellious Uranus. Yours. Yours. And those traditional ruler 
was Taskmaker Saturn. Mm. Is an intellectual idealist focused on what's best for the collective versus the self, free-spirited, rational, and eager to strike out against convention. They're most likely to step into the limelight when they're marching for a social cause alongside friends and colleagues. Mm. That was nice, see? It's okay to be perceived (laughs) once in a while, Sabrina. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Leah's focus on self and tendency to be uh, Leah's focus on self and tendency to be loud and proud will 100% clash with Aquarius's cool, stoic front and devotion to community. But working together, they'll realize they need one another's skills and perspectives. In fact, as two fixed, aka stubborn, mm. stubborn assholes, mm. stubborn signs <laughs> who believe their way is the best way. They're a lot more alike than they might initially guess. Leo can teach Aquarius how to promote and brand themselves for the sake of their humanitarian campaigns, while Aquarius can help Leo see outside of their glitzy, glamoury bubble and use the roar for purposes that benefit communal causes that are close to their hearts. That was cute. Okay. Use their roar. That's, sweet. that's so adorable. And that's fucking teamwork. <laughs> Makes my dream work. Yeah. I do find that I got along with Aquariuses very well. I have a, a couple of close Aquarius companions. And uh, companions. Yeah. Companions. But we did skip Cancer and Cap. We gotta we go back skip to it. Cancer it's just next. Oh, we just did Leo first because. Yeah, because you we were talking about you. Relevant. It was relevant. Yeah, it was relevant in in the moment. In the moment, it's funny because my kids are actually Leos, both nice. So you'll help them get their little roars going. So cute. Yeah, it's really cute. My heart. Well, perfect. And they are gender. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Cancer and Capricorn. Oh my god! There we go. I'm not. It's one of my favorite shit on my stellium. Crap! I wasn't. I was just trying to make a silly little joke. (laughs) All of the Capricorns Uh, just stopped listening to us now. (laughs) I hope not. I feel like by this point they know that like I'm really happy that I have a Capricorn. (laughs) That's true. It's literally my favorite placement. Uh, All right. Your elbow pads. That's my elbow pads and all of my glasses. Mm -hmm. And all my turtlenecks. Anyway, okay. Cancer. The cardinal water sign and ruler of the fourth house of home and life opposes Capricorn. The cardinal earth sign and ruler of the tenth house of career and public image. Ruled by the intuitive heartfelt moon, emotional cancer can't help but nurture others, prioritizing family, their domestic sanctuary, and sense of inner security. On the flip side, Cap, ruled by <laughs> industrious taskmaker Saturn, and symbolized by the seagull. Kylie, I feel like you need to make the seagull noise. You are hiding my time. I'm waiting for the right moment. <laughs> okay, great. Saturn, symbolized by the seagull, is determined to climb their way up their own personal mountain to achieve recognition, rewards, and respect. (laughs) (laughs) 
guess I tried to. Pro- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta sit up. I gotta sit up. Because <laughs> it sounded like you were saying that- mer. Yeah. As a joke. And that just makes yeah. sense. You know, right? Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I love that so much. That's great. This isn't to say that they're not also family-oriented, as old-school Saturn offers a love of tradition, but they're first and foremost driven tradition. R.I.P. Okay. As old-school Saturn offers a love of tradition, but they're first and foremost driven to cultivate an applause-worthy professional representation. Mm. Indeed. Mm. (laughs) Boring. You're not wrong. <laughs> I just I like the way that they balance each other out though. It's like mommy and daddy. <laughs> Toxic mommy really and daddy. Fun. Like it's these two are having a child and that child is going to claim being an empath by the time they're twelve. <laughs> okay. It's really funny because Granny is a cancer and she and T, who's a Capricorn, get along so well i'm honestly a little worried she's gonna steal my man like they <laughs> flirt like nobody's business and it all adorable. makes sense now all there makes- you go. I'm a, there's a perfect pair section here let's oh, read you should it let's be careful what your grandma's doing to steal oh. your man <laughs> all right perfect pair so while we as a society tend to pit home life against work life, the fact is that you're likely to function best and be most successful in both areas when there's symbolism. Cancer and Capricorn are a clear example of how those two seemingly opposing energies not only can but must work together. Cancer shows Capricorn how to celebrate the joys of home, simply, simply bonding with loved ones and caring for your emotional need, emotional core. That should have said emotional needs. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fuck this article. Well, Capricorn <laughs> teaches cancer but the pleasures. You. Yeah. <laughs> True. Okay. While Capricorn teaches cancer the pleasures of being recognized professionally and how to use a pro- pragmatic, steady approach to get concrete results. Ultimately, these two have more in common than meets the eye as they share a mutual desire to build something that's lasting and fulfilling. You better watch T. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried now. I'm worried. <laughs> okay, so- I also feel like Capricorn does enjoy taking care of people as well, just like Cancer does. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Facts. I feel like they share that. Mm. Yes. In yeah, a material like I, financial way. Yeah, like I want to like provide for your needs and you can thank me. And I'm just going to be like, no, 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 no. Like, I just need it to be, like, I just need you to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. want any, I just want to take care of you. And I don't need the emotion. <laughs> well, John is a Cancer rising, right? Cancer sun, Cancer rising. And you're a Capricorn rising. Oh, so you guys oh, are sisters. Up kids. <laughs> no. We can have, like, five empaths. We can either. Five empaths. Uh, it's basically one way or the other. That's what I'm seeing here. It's either you understand work life balance or you don't at all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. your kids will either be fucked up about it or not. Yeah. A slippery slope. Mm. <laughs> slippery slope indeed. So next we have Virgo and Pisces, polar opposites. 
Virgo, the mutable earth sign and ruler of the sixth house of health and daily routines, opposes Pisces, the mutable water sign and ruler of the twelfth house of spirituality. Ruled by researcher Mercury, practical analytical Virgo is all about the facts, figures, lists, spreadsheets, and details that come complete with footnotes. And they're downright gleeful when they can use their info-gathering skills to be of service to the nearest and dearest colleagues. The fish, by comparison, is ruled by Neptune, the planet of dreams that tend to cloud rational thought. Deeply feeling and slightly psychic, they are wired to their emotions, intuition, and imagination takes the reins over logic. So... That's Virgo and Pisces, which that that's what confuses me about them is the mundane versus the magical. But I can also see where marrying them makes would be the right work. the right balance. Yeah, creep. Like Good instead balance. of Pisces being all the way up in the you know Pisces is all the way up in the clouds, Virgo's down to earth. Boom, meet in the middle, right in the middle, mm. right in the atmosphere where right. they link there. up. And they kiss. Mm. They shake hands. Why do they always gotta kiss? Shake hands. Yeah. 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 Had a light a rising. The anus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. I, I don't have you. any Aquarius placements, oh, okay. but my Capricorn <laughs> rising would really enjoy a firm handshake. Yeah. Perfect. Did we do do we do Gemini and Sagittarius? Did we read the whole thing? No, and I have been sitting here like, talk about me. Come on, guys. <laughs> we got halfway through it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Gemini and Sagittarius. Polar opposites. Gemini, the mutable air sign and ruler of the third house of communication, sits across from Sagittarius, the mutable fire sign and ruler of the ninth house of higher learning and adventure. Ruled by messenger Mercury, Gemini is constantly soaking up and disseminating information in a curious, often lighthearted way. Think of the twins as the chatty, wide-eyed little kids of the Zodiac. They're not ones to take themselves super seriously. But Sag, on the other hand, is ruled by expansive Jupiter, obsessed with knowledge in a far more professorial, know-it-all way that can come off as soapboxy unfiltered and passionate they're full of opinions and fervent beliefs although they might be they might express themselves and function in social settings very differently both gemini and sag are hungry for information connection and eye-opening experiences they're the two most wanderlust filled signs in the zodiac and would absolutely love to go on an adventure together be it global or local Gemini can encourage Sag to consider a variety of options while Sag can nudge Gemini to adopt a deeper, more philosophical perspective. And it says in parentheses, see how to tune into astro cartography, the astrology of travel. There you go. There you go. I thought that was funny. Would you look at that? Would you look at that? We're going to go on an adventure. Look at that. How do you guys feel about that? I am not professional whatsoever, but <laughs> <laughs> professorial, like a professor. Am oh. I just oozing sad, sad energy right now? You've explained me. Oozing. <laughs> oozing. <laughs> That's when something oozes. Yeah. 
Okay, so just to recap, we have the sister signs of Aries and Libra. We have the sister signs of Taurus and Scorpio. We have the sister signs of Gemini and Sagittarius. Cancer and Capricorn. Leo and Aquarius. And Virgo and Pisces. These are the sister signs of the Zodiac. (laughs) Of the zodiacal wheel. <laughs> zodiacal wheel. Wow. Sabrina, do you feel like it's like Mortal Kombat and we're just like... <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, round one. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> In this corner, we have Sagittarius. In this corner, we have Gemini. Sagittarius <laughs> gone down, sorry. Hate to break it to you. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You gotta have to deal with this fire. There's pretty. Oh, I'm, taking, I'm taking kickboxing. But the thing is, we're air, so we will literally oh. take your air and turn it into a tornado and send it wherever we want to. Yeah, fire mm. tornado. Or we'll just blow you out. I mean, then I'll just. Ooh. You know what? I'll just fart at you then, and you can take that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> How's that air? <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that's fiery too. Fiery air. <laughs> that is true. You know what, Kylie? You really do know a thing or two about comedic timing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's yep. her Sagittarius. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you All think right. that. Oh, do you think that anybody learned anything today? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably what not. oozing means. <laughs> <laughs> and that farts can be really fiery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you had the day before. And that, yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta get your dicks in a row. <laughs> get your dicks out of the dirt and in a row. Can that be the title of the episode? Get your dicks in a row. Yeah. Next. Get your dicks out of the dirt. Mm. Is this just, is it just me or is this piano really fucking up? It makes it so sad. It needs to be well, tuned. I mean, we're there. It is. That's what it is. We're ending. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. It is sad. This was. This was great. This was great. <laughs> uh, and if you guys fuck up, we're gonna send Sabrina. Watch out so yeah. for Sabrina with her electric hands <laughs> strip searching hairiness. Her electric hands. Yeah. I also Jesus. I also want to say if you see my podcast chilling in the goddamn closet. Mm. I know I'm gonna ask before you wear it. <laughs> we're gonna have a fart fire tornado fight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, it is all air and fire on this podcast right now. So, (laughs) the episode of this name, yeah, Yeah. the episode of this name, the name of this episode, yeah, (laughs) fire fire tornado. (laughs) 
Oh man, Astro hose out. Astro, Astro hose out. Hey, you guys got. You guys got. Now you oh. guys have to say Astro, Astro, Astro hose out. Astro hose out. Peace, sucker. Peace out. A town.